The Business Report Spotlight is brought to you by Renaissance Health Medical Aid Fund. RMA, your health comes first. Welcome to the Business Report. It's time now for our Spotlight, where we speak to prominent Namibians, people making a difference in the economy, cultural environment, um, and just basically making the country a better place. We uh, we speak tonight to Riet van Skalkveit. Riet, welcome to the Business Report. Thank you. Now, Riet, you've recently um, retired from Venture Media, which for a very long time was a business that you were intimately associated with and responsible for growing over a, over an extended period. But let's, perhaps before we get into Riet van Skalkveit, the business person, Let's talk to to Riet, the daughter of Namibia. Take us through perhaps just your early days in Namibia and, and uh, what you treasure most about uh, about growing up in such a beautiful country. Well, I was born in Uchu, little village that uh, you probably know because you drive through there to Itosha. I was born there, and when I was ten years old, we moved to Ventuk, and we grew up in a in a in a space where loyalty and patriotism it was a it was a crazy time but um so we namibians my great grandfather was the first to come to namibia from south africa and my other grandfather also came between the first and the second world war so we've known known other country and um our family actually dates back to um, seven, 1670s, the first one came to Southern Africa. So we Africans, we consider ourselves totally and completely African. And, um, yeah, and, and we also love, because we grew up here, obviously, we love the desert and we love the mountains and we love the... Um, the the parks and the animals and, and the people. We had a charm childhood. And then, of course, um, pre-independence was exciting. We were part of that period, which really, really inspired us all. And um, to be in that transition from a, from a colony, so to say, protectorate, to an independent country. We loved that. And um, we all worked very hard towards that. And we're so happy that it all turned out well. And we had a peaceful transition. And, um, yeah, we also grew up in... Um, wanting or expected to make a difference. Um, and I won't ever say that I went out to make a difference. I don't think I, it was just a question of the right time, the right place, the right person. So then I met. Now, of course, what you haven't mentioned, and perhaps if we just touch on this for a second, uh, you're also the daughter of, of the well-known politician Dirk Maj, one of the men uh, given credence to the, the the, the, the march into independence, and as a result, I can imagine that's an important part of your life. But politics itself brings turmoil. Uh, it, it, it's, it is on its own not a simple thing to be a, to be a part of. And so, perhaps just take us through how difficult that's been to balance being a business person and being someone who is you know and was intimately connected into the inner workings of the country. Um, I would say that. Post-independence, we experienced a lot of, um, how can I say, racism reversed. Um, It was difficult in a way to be accepted that um, we really also loyal, patriotic Namibians. But no, I can't say that it bothered me a lot. We, We just 
did what we could and we just continued. And it was such a vibrant society that uh, you will always get, you know, to the one side or the other side. But we sort of always um, sort of navigated the middle. So I can't say. I think it was difficult. But on the other hand, um, pre-independence, it had been difficult for other people to get into business or to do things or to get positions or to get opportunities. No, but anyway, that's past and um, it never clouded my dreams of doing something. We're talking to Riet van Skalveik. Uh, Riet, you recently uh, announced your retirement from Venture Media, um, which has been a, you spoke um, very passionately at the, uh, at the function I was at about the business and it was evident from what you said that this was a, a, a work of passion as opposed to uh, a commercial entity. Um, perhaps just take us through the, the original idea behind a publishing concern um, and you know some of the milestones that you think back on as you perhaps step back a little bit. Well, it all started not with me, but with my husband, Paul. Um, after independence, he had, um, he's an entre- was an entrepreneur and he always saw opportunities and he was equally passionate about Namibia and this newly independent country. And so um, we were all inspired and idealistic. And um, so he said, well, now that we're independent, we would need our own tools to reach the world. We need to have windows to the world. And um, he said in business and in um, tourism, because that was at the time, not such a strong sector of the economy, but it was growing. And um, he, he said, because we, he was in, in um, advertising, he said, well, the best way to do is create a marketing platform and not just a marketing platform, but something with substance. And that is how the idea of um, Travel News Namibia started. Um, the company Venture Media was already, it was Venture Publications back then, that um, he created just after independence. And in 1993, the first travel news was published. And the idea was to grant the opportunity for local businesses, to local tourism businesses, to to, um, promote their business in a targeted um, publication to a targeted audience and um, because we couldn't afford to pay um, US dollar or um, pounds to, to, to market our products in Europe, which was at the time, especially Germany, that was our biggest source market apart from South Africa. So that's how it started. And um, so the idea was to create this platform. And then when I joined, because I was um, a journalist just um, before independence, just after my studies, I said, oh, I'd like that. I love beauty and I love words and I love nature and I, I just love people. So the combination was my sweet spot. So it's not as if I went out to, to do this job. The job almost happened to me. And um, it, it became um, an important platform and... Uh, apart from doing only the travel news, Namibia, we did an annual publication, which they call the Bible of Tourism, the Namibia Holiday and Travel, and that is a directory. 
And the wonderful thing was that Mr. Malima in those days granted us the official status. And we created a conservation magazine because we realized that um, our tourism product is very closely connected to um, the land and wild uh, wilderness and wildlife. So, and that, and every time something like that happened, a new product or a new idea, it came with a wonderful, inspirational set of other people um, with new voices and. It was truly an inspirational journey for me. And, um, yeah, well, now I'm at the, at the stage where it's time to, to bow out. Is it time to come? Is it time to go? But it's, it's, uh, I loved it, and I'm so happy to pass it on to people who can continue doing this. But I have to say the challenges are great, and obviously then the rewards are also great. But... Um, for young people, when we started, we were in our 30s and we saw no challenges. We just saw opportunities. And I think that younger generation, they have the same. They also see opportunities. It's just so different because I love magazines and I love beautiful photographs and I love lovely words and I love um, long articles and beautiful descriptions and that's my passion and um, it's difficult to do that on something that you can just leave with a click of a button or you can just turn down or you could just exit or so but the world is wonderful because in this way Money Galpik said the other day if you publish a book maybe you sell a thousand copies if you have a blog you reach 40,000 people so in a way this is a very selfish attitude that I have and I absolutely grant the next generation to go all out to get the words out to the rest of the world that they can access with a click of a button and they can exit with a click of a button. So it will also keep you <laughs> or force you to, to be um, interesting and, um, you know, but they can still make the difference. To me, that's all that's important. Right, let's dig into that a little bit. It's, um, this is a business show, and we like hearing what people involved in business have considered. It's, it's often for founders um, knowing when to step back or knowing when they want to step back. Sometimes it's not a choice. Um, it's always one of the most difficult things. Certainly, I've spoken to many founders who've, who've retired, and uh, it's a difficult decision for them. Um, how difficult was it for you to arrive at a decision that it's time to perhaps focus on other 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 activities um it wasn't re- it wasn't difficult for me you get to a point where you realize that the experience that you have is no longer really valuable because your experience is in a completely different scenario to what the people now have to deal with um, your whole network gets old, they die, they move on. Um, and in a way, you hamper the business by staying because you are so protective of the people and the business and the product. And um, it, 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 I think it's, it's important to then realize that either you have to put your computer right at the back 
and not be not be not influence the workings, which is difficult because if you've been there forever and um, you can't you can't not say what you think, and, and so anyway, it wasn't a difficult decision for me. I just thought these young guys must take over. They have to have the the freedom that I had when I when I did what I did. They have to be able to say, mm, I want to do this now, or let's go there now, or let's try this again. And that they have to have the freedom, otherwise they will never succeed. They will never have the wings. So you have to just um, be the wind under their wings. Now, obviously, you're not going away, so you're still able to contribute and play a role in what happens next, and I'm sure your opinion will still be highly valued, but you do now get the luxury of deciding what to do with your time. And again, for many people changing lanes or changing courses, that that is often a freedom, but it also brings its own degree of anxiety. What uh, what have you thought to do with the free time that becomes available? Um, I travel a lot, which I always did, actually, mostly in Namibia, but traveled a lot overseas and wherever. I love developing countries and exotic places. Um, so I do a lot of that. I have grandchildren whom I love. And because I've worked for 45 years, been in, um, you know, a working mom, I feel a little bit guilty that I never really appreciated the development of my children in a way that one can do with grandchildren. And because so many of my peers have grandchildren all over the world, and I'm so lucky that mine live literally next to me. So I appreciate that. And I absolutely love the fact that um, I love to tend my own garden for a change. So if that makes sense. It sounds a little corny, but <laughs> that's... And then um, I also love to be... Hmm, I like to be a little bit practical. I fix my swimming pool and I fix up a flat and I do a building project in Karasberg and I, I do things that I, that come, that crosses my path and yeah, it's wonderful to have the freedom to not be responsible for anything if you don't want to be. That's a wonderful answer, Riet. Uh, for many of our listeners, you may, uh, who fly regularly, you will also have picked up Venture Media's products on uh, Fly Namibia. They do the official magazine or Fly Namibia, and also publish a number of publications that have been around for a very long time. You would have encountered their beautiful work, and long may it continue, and long may it evolve into this uh, crazy digital space that we're, all of our media companies are, are going helter-skelter into, and uh, long may you uh, continue to hold the flag of Namibia high to, uh, to international visitors. Riet, thank you very much for joining us on The Spotlight. has been a pleasure. Thank you. The Business Report Spotlight was proudly brought to you by Renaissance Health Medical Aid Fund. RMA. Your health comes first.